Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode for a number of reasons, and I'm sure you are as well. It's another amazing interview episode with another incredible entrepreneur and business owner. But number two, we're going to be talking about one of mine and my wife's uh, favorite topics, uh, which is marketing, but also certain things to I would say automate, but things you should not automate. And I think we we know that there are certain things that we should have things running on the back end and maybe some other things that we should shy away from where we still need to be upfront and present. And uh, I'm excited to dive all that and more. Um, and the guest I have for you is also a published author called Hit the Inbox, uh, which you'll be able to access that book in the description of the episode. So with all that behind us, Scott Hartley, welcome to today's episode. Hey, Scott. Thanks Glad, uh, Thanks for having me. And I forgot to mention, um, it's Scott talking to Scott. So that's another bonus. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, the first question I always have for people when they come onto the show is if you could rewind the tape and kind of go back in time to what you feel was that pivotal moment for you or that catalytic moment for you that kind of set you down this path of, you know, marketing specialist, um, understanding the power of automation, you know, coming up with the idea for the book. What was that moment for you that kind of set you down this path that you're now currently on? Sure. So um, it really was about uh, 2013, 2014, um, where I was in my first business. So I had an IT company uh, here in Southern Indiana, uh, mostly residential clients was our client base. And uh, I started that company in September of 2004, and things were going pretty well. But eventually, you kind of get to the point where it's like, okay, I need to figure out how do I get more clients, right? Um, how do I get more people to do business with us? So I really started um, getting into the world of direct response marketing and doing a lot of uh, reading, listening to a lot of uh, webinars and reading a lot of books, all that kind of stuff. And really just captivated my interest. And um, I just kind of fell in love with it. And that's what I've really been doing, um, especially full time since 2017. I kind of stepped away from the computer business and went all in on helping other small business owners with their marketing. So as far as, you know, your past experience in, in computers, what do you think the biggest lesson that you learned or took away from working for someone else, but also being in the computer and tech side of things. What was that main lesson for you that you learned that you were able to then implement or bring into your own business now that you launched in 2017 that has really helped you? Yeah, so the IT company was my first business that I launched, um, but it was kind of one of those things where you don't know what you don't know, <laughs> right? Um, and you figure that out. Um Probably the biggest thing that I, I took away from the computer business that I learned more about as I studied marketing and have helped uh, other business owners with uh, with Master Plan for Success has been looking at the entire customer journey. 
So a lot of people, when they're doing marketing and, you know, kind of in relation to my book, it's email marketing. A big portion of that is lead generation. Oh, I've got to get new customers. I've got to get new people into my business. But we forget about the gold mine that's often sitting in our business and has been sitting there for a long period of time. And that's what I've really taken away, you know, in my years in business is, you know, in 2013, I was looking at, you know, oh, how can I grow my business? But I still had all of these customers that I had served for the previous nine years. And that was uh, a really big key takeaway for me. As far as the whole branding and automation world, I mean, that's a very, I would say, a, a, a large suitcase to unpack because there's so much involved in that. Looking back, 2013, when you started getting into this world of marketing compared to 10 years later, where we are in 2013, what do you feel has been the biggest shifts or changes in the last decade when it comes to marketing, especially marketing online? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> to, to kind of, I mean, that would be like 20 episodes. I think there's been so many shifts in marketing, um, especially in the digital marketing world, um, just to kind of relate it to you know, the area that I've been spending a lot of time in within the past couple of years of email marketing, there have been a host of changes with the mailbox providers. So Google, Microsoft, Yahoo, um, on getting your emails delivered to the inbox. Um, it used to be pretty much that, you know, when you send an email, it ended up to the person that you wanted it to go to. Um, but of course, as all the spammers and the hackers and all the you know bad actors out there kind of got on board with email, that makes it a lot more difficult. And so now there's a lot more rules that we have to abide by and things that we have to monitor in order just to be able to get our marketing messages through all of that noise that's out there. You know, that's uh, a great way to summarize it, the noise that's out there, because there is a ton. And it seems like every day there's a new tactic being launched and there's a new strategy out there for, you know, people to do that. And what for you personally in your business, what 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 would you say is the the number one strategy or method or system that you've implemented with your own business that has withstood the test of time with everything that's changed in the marketing world? Really, it goes back to the direct response marketing principles, you know, always having a call to action. You know, what is it that you want your recipient to do? It doesn't matter whether you're using social media, whether you're using direct mail, whether you're using email marketing, um, you know, whatever methodology that you're using, you want to be very clear in your message and you want to make sure that you have a clear call to action for the recipient to do. And I think when you have those things, like all of those bright, shiny objects that are out there, if you go back to the fundamentals that have always worked, that that's where you start to see the results in your business. Do you feel that even though social media still plays a very you know, prevalent role in, in how people build their businesses and everything. Do you still there, do you feel that there are still, uh, I would say groups of people out there or individuals and business owners that are still fearful of putting themselves out there, marketing what they do for the 
you know, the, the fear of what other people might say or the judgment of others? Oh yeah, that's, that's very common. Um, so, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't, I think it's just kind of like one of those traits a lot of business owners have is that we don't like to toot our own horn. We don't want to come across as, um, you know, salesy. We don't want to come across as needy. We don't want to, um, you know, offend somebody uh, with our marketing. And this is a conversation I have a lot with people when it comes to email, for sure. So um, most small business owners that I consult with, when I tell them you need to be emailing your list more frequently, they're like, I don't want to. And maybe, maybe they're emailing their list once a month and they think that's too much. You know, there are some people that if they could get by with emailing their list once a year or once every six months, they would do that. Um, but realistically, like I tell them, you really need to be emailing your list every single week, at least once a week, preferably two or three times. And the pushback that I get on that is like, yeah, but won't they get tired of seeing me show up in their inbox? And the conversation that I have is like, if you're always asking them, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. I don't care if it's email, if it's social media or what it is that you use. People are going to get tired of that message. But if you're showing up and you've got a valuable message that you're sharing, something that they can take action on, something that's going to help move their life or business forward, then by all means, they want to hear that. They want you to show up and share that with them. And I liken it to relationships. Think of, you know, your best friend or your spouse or significant other. I mean, they don't want to hear from you just once every once in a while. And they don't complain whenever you call or text them, you know, two or three times a week, right? They actually want to hear from you. And it's because you have a relationship. And so if you start looking at all of your marketing, your email marketing, if you start looking at your social media, um, your Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, whatever that you're doing, if you look at it as building relationships with real people, then that makes all the difference in the world. And they they will want to hear from you. I think the the big key there is building real relationships with real people. And I feel, and I know my wife agrees that, you know, the one thing is never going to go out of style is relationship marketing. Um, yeah. That's, you know, again, you know, sharing your call to action, not being afraid to put yourself out there. But what we have found has helped us and our business and company grow and scale the way that it has specifically over the last four years is because of the relationships, not only that we have developed with our clientele and our, um, our, our customers, but I would say with the people outside of that, our power partners, the mm -hmm. people that we've done collaborations with or podcast guesting, whatever it is, people don't really understand the true value in having access to those individuals and those people for, you know, introductions and, and opportunity because, you know, your business is only as good as the relationships that you have. And if you don't yeah. have a lot of quality relationships, you're not going to have a quality business. Now, when it comes to automation, this is, this ends up being a hot topic because there are people that, you know, want to automate every process of mm -hmm. their business. And, and again, I do understand that there are some things that, 100% should be automated. Like if someone's going to your website and they, you know, download a free opt-in or a lead magnet, 
yeah, you should have an automatic trigger where it delivers them that download. You shouldn't have to go in there and do it yourself. Right. Um, so there's certain aspects that, yeah, I believe in automation. Then there's other things that I think we can all agree should not be automated. So in your opinion, if somebody was looking to get started in the route of automating certain processes within their business, you know, what should those first few things be? And on the flip side of that, to this day, what are those things that you always tell people, don't automate this, it could hurt your credibility, it could hurt your business at the end, you know, where are you on, on those two things? Yeah, so it really kind of uh, depends on, you know, the type of business that that somebody has, but, you know, like you mentioned, I think that, you know, anytime somebody opts into your list, definitely need to have some sort of automation, you know, so that it's delivering those follow-ups, right? Now, the the key with automation, especially when you're doing that, you know, with emails and or text messages, is you want to make them as personal as you can. So when you're writing the copy that's going to go into these automated campaigns, think of one person that you would be writing to. Is it, you know, if it was, you know, John that went to your website, what would you write in that email to John who just requested that that ebook or that free report that you've got? That's going to resonate with your audience. Now, as part of the automation, what I do recommend, and I get a lot of pushback from people in this, is even on these lead magnet automations, you should have a personal outreach as part of that. So my recommendation on like a lead magnet is one business day after somebody requests your lead magnet, then somebody from your team, and even that's you as a small business owner, you actually call them and say, hey, I noticed that you requested my lead magnet. Um, just wanted to make sure that you got it. Were you able to, to read through it? Did you have any questions? Now you're creating that personal connection, right? So there's always these personal components to the automation, um, but anything that's repetitive and you know can be time consuming, definitely automate those. Um, I just worked with a client recently that we totally rebuilt their client onboarding process. So everything from kind of expressing interest in services that they offer all the way to scheduling an appointment, we built out what we call their sales pipeline or their onboarding pipeline. Not so much that it had a bunch of emails and everything that went out automatically, but it helped the front office staff keep on track of where everybody was at and what needed to be done. And so nothing was falling through the cracks. Um, I think that that's really a huge place for most businesses to start because most of us are just overwhelmed by so many things that we have to do. So the more that we can use automation to help keep things in process, that helps us out. You know, again, it's... Uh... Every business is different. Every business is built different. There are certain things that we do or do not need. And there are certain things that we absolutely do need. And again, I think that's for each person taking that 10,000 foot view to make mm -hmm. sure that there's no cracks in the foundation. We're not leaving anything, you know, untouched um, or not focused on, because again, those things could end up, you know, biting us in the rear, you know, yeah. <laughs> later on. And we don't want any of those things happening. So yeah. You know, obviously that this this all the work that you've been doing uh with all the clients you've been working with really, you know, compelled you to to release a book called Hit the Inbox. So, uh obviously, you know, there there's a lot 
um, obviously that goes into this book, but where did the concept come from a and B, you know, what are you hoping that the reader takes away from, from this book? Yeah, great question. So in my conversations with clients, most people who do email marketing think that, oh, the average open rates anywhere from like eight to 20%. And that's what I'm going to get. But in reality, that possibility can be 50, 60, 70, 80% or more of your list actually engaging with your emails. And most small business owners that I talk to don't even realize that that's possible because they're happy with the status quo. And they also don't know what it takes to get to 50, 60, 70, 80% open rates, right? Um, once I started talking with them and sharing with them, like, here are simple things that you can be doing to get more engagement from your list, which is ultimately going to get you more sales. They were like, really? That's all that it takes? And I was like, yeah, that's that's it. And so one client that, we, that I've been working with, his uh, email health score, which um, is analyzed using a tool that we have, his email health score was in the mid 500s, which is considered poor. And so over the course of 30 days, we made some adjustments to, you know, to his list. We started, you know, taking, you know, pruning people off of that list, not emailing them. Um, over the course of 30 days, we got his email health score up to 912 and his open rate at 85.7%. Like, totally transformed when he was getting, you know, in the mid 15% on the open rate. So, and that was just in a matter of 30 days. Now, obviously there's more work that we need to do. We can get that even better. Um, but it really is understanding just really the four fundamentals of how to get your emails delivered. That's really all there are, four fundamental things to getting more sales and more results from your email marketing. I think email marketing is not talked about enough. My wife and I have been really focusing on growing our email list. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Donald Miller is a, a big, big motivator for us. Yeah. Um, you know, marketing made simple, business made simple. And he, he talks about like getting to that magic number of 7,500 emails. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've almost doubled that. We're at about 13,000 now after having significant focus. And the goal is to be, you know, closer to 20 by the end of this year. Yeah. And again, the the more that you grow that healthy email list, the more that you're also going to have warm buyers and warm customers and clients to everything that you're doing. Yeah. If someone was to ask you again, with all the, the marketing and automation type coaches out there, if someone was to say, Scott, you know, what makes you really different from everyone else out there? And why would someone want to work with you? What would you say to that? So for me, it's really taking a close look at your specific business. What are your goals? What are the things that you want to accomplish? And then how can we use automation and of course, marketing to support those goals, right? Um, it's very customized. So in my signature program, my business automation accelerator, I only work with five or six clients at the same time um, because it's all hands-on. It's all very custom uh, to each individual client. Um, additionally, I try to look holistically at everything. So there are some people that, you know, they only focus on marketing strategy. There are some that they only go build the automations. Very few people actually look at, you know, what are the results that you're getting from your marketing activities? If you combine the strategy and the automation, you know, what are the results that you're getting from that? 
I put all of that together in one complete package. And then bringing in that email deliverability component, because if you're using automation, let's face it, there's going to be emails that are going out and they need to get delivered in order for you to get results. And I have yet to find too many marketing coaches, marketing strategists that know anything at all about helping you get your emails delivered. They just like, oh yeah, you, you need to do email, but they don't really look at how effective your email marketing really is. So if someone wanted to learn more about you, how you serve people, your book, all the things that encompasses Scott Hartley and, and what he's doing in the marketing and automation world, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and, and how you can help them? Sure. So two websites. So for the book, you can see there on the screen, uh, hit the inboxbook.com. You can uh, pick up your copy, a uh, digital copy of the book for $7. Uh, when you do that, I'm also throwing in two bonuses that kind of create the trifecta for getting uh, emails um, delivered and seen. So you'll get the book, which is going to help you get it delivered. Um, you'll get a free bonus, which is once you get the email delivered, it needs to get opened, right? So I'm going to give a bonus of 143 attention-grabbing subject lines. Once the email is actually opened, now you get, need to get people to take action on your email. And so I'm going to give my marketing messaging checklist so that you can make sure that you've included all of the things in the copy of the email to get people to take your desired action. So all of that together, seven bucks, hit the inboxbook.com. And then if somebody happens to be interested in more marketing strategy or uh, automation implementation, those type of things, uh, my website, Master Plan success.com so that's master plan the number four success.com uh, you can find out about all of the other services that I offer as well awesome and uh for all everyone that's listening all that information that Scott just mentioned will be in the description of this episode and also the show notes so you're not gonna have to travel too far so Scott final question before we sign off today what does success truly mean to you ooh great question um to me, success is really achieving the goals that you set for yourself. Um, and that's going to differ from person to person. Um, you know, for me, success is building the business that gives me the time freedom that I really am looking for because I love to travel. And so I'm looking for having that, the, the financial and the time freedom to be able to travel and, and work any from anywhere in the world. And achieving that would be, you know, definitely a definition of success. I love that. It's never really uh, an amount of money. You know, that's a side right. effect of the focus and the goals that we have. So I, I love everything you said. And, you know, Scott, just want to thank you again for coming on to the show today and sharing all the wisdom and knowledge that you have. And uh, congrats on the book and everything that you're working on. And, uh, you know, I do hope and encourage anyone that's listening to this episode to definitely check Scott out. So, Scott, thank you again for being here today. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, again, uh, every which way that you want to connect with Scott will be in the description of this episode. 
And uh, as always, please let us know what you loved most about this. You know, share it on social, head over to iTunes or Spotify, leave us a rating and review. And if you're interested in unlocking your subscription to this podcast, Networking and Marketing Made Simple, you can do so by going to the show notes or the description. It's $2.99 a month, and that will unlock a bonus Friday episode for you. So four bonus episodes every single month that is privy to you and you only. And again, if you want more content outside of the episodes that are already being produced, that's a great way to get them. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your days and I'll talk to you next time. Bye everyone. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, Please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net, where you can schedule a free discovery call with me, where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.